This is Unclaimed Bands. Show 93. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and today we're talking with La Da. Welcome. How you guys all doing? We're doing fine, thank you. Yeah, very well, thanks. Cool, cool. Uh, before we get started into the actual interview, I want to get everybody acquainted with some of your music. I love it. So, um, what song are we going to hear first? Uh, the first song is called Idiot. Okay. This is Idiot by La Dida. I want to rip my stupid heart out. I want to shoot my fucking race out. I'm that, 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 broken. I want to pluck my stupid eyes out. I want to chop my arms and legs off. I'm that, 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 broken. Cause I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. That was Idiot. Idiot by Lottie Da. Gotta watch my tease there. Um, I love all of your music. Uh, that song in particular, it's it's great for me to for me personally to listen to it, you know, musically wise, and then listen to it again for the lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. can you can you tell us a little bit about uh, that song and you know, give us a little insight to it? Yeah, absolutely. Um well um, within the music and within the band, um, we like to play a lot with contrast. Uh, the kind of music we play is punky um, and quite hard in some ways. Um, but this melody in, in particular has a very sort of happy, cheerful melody. And we thought it would be cool to put a lyric that is sort of a contrast towards that happy cheerfulness. Um, and uh, I think with the idiots, we're sort of playing a little bit with a disturbed personality. It's obviously someone having a bit of a borderline issue, something like that. So, um, but we thought that kind of fit in with the song since it's um, since it's such a such a cheerful, happy melody. And and the way that I try to sing is is it's being quite happy as well, which stands in a contrast to the lyric that is quite dark. Uh, yes, absolutely. I can see <laughs> the whole thing of playing with the contrast. Yeah. Um, and and it, I think it I think it works very well. To, to, I'm glad to hear that. Honestly. Um, can you uh, tell us, how did you guys all get together? Now, I, I know that some members were part of another band, and we don't have to talk about that, but uh, 
you know, want to focus on this band. But uh, how did you all get together? Um, well, we started this band in 2009, and uh, me and the bass player that's sitting beside me now, Andy, we were actually dating at that time, and, and we were being a bit, we're not anymore, so we're just good friends nowadays. Um, but um, we were hanging out, being really bored, um, drinking beer, and, and we started to write some witty lyrics and witty songs together, very influenced by the Moldy Peaches at that time. Um, and we figured, like, yeah, let's start a band. So, um, yeah, we found Rat, that is the guitar player, um, and the drummer that is playing on this um, particular song is called Lara, who's no longer playing with us, unfortunately. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's how it all started, and, and quite, you know, recently, or quite fast after that, we started to get gigs and um, good attention for the music. So that's the, yeah, that's how it started. Cool. Now, now for both of you, did did you always want to be musicians or in a band singing? I mean, how did you get started on this for, for both you and Andy? Oh, um, I'd always been in, I've been playing bass for uh, since I was about 15, 16. So I've always been in, in one band or another. I was in, I was, I was in a band in, in London before I, before I moved to Sweden. So yeah, I think music's, music's always been there for me, certainly. Yeah. And the thing for me as well, I played in, in different bands and, and for me, music and theater and expressing myself, um, on stage has always been a big part of my life. So yeah. Okay. So it's, it's always just been part of it for you guys. That's cool. Yes. I uh, wanted to ask about you, your your debut album. Uh, just came out in January. Um, uh, ha- I, first off, I got to tell you, seeing a full album, uh, not a lot of times we don't see that with a debut album uh, or a debut release from uh, bands, uh, at least over here anyway. Uh, it's a lot of you know, like here's an EP, four, six songs or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, so, h- how's how's the album been going for you? How's it being received? Um, well, we had some positive response. Um, we were a small band, so we don't have a big record company behind us to give us promotion. Um, so it's quite hard in the jungle with all the good music out there to, to um, you know, get the attention you deserve. But um, the the response we've been having so far is very, it's been very, very positive. Um, so uh, I saw yeah. a lot of good reviews mm-hmm. and, and a lot, a lot of positive things about it. And like I said, I, I you know, personally love it, but, um, and, and, and I got to tell you with, with what you're saying with playing with, uh, contrast and stuff like that, some of these titles, just looking at them, um, you know, push you down the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> monkey boy, uh, pocket knife. Yeah. Uh, I, I love them. Uh, and, and, you know, it was, it was one of those things like where I'm like, Oh God, I can't wait to listen to this, especially after, you know, listening just a couple things from reverb nation and some of your videos and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I I hope you guys get a lot more wire spread. It's it's tough all over for for any band to get really out there, but um, this is you guys is definitely something that that people should see and hear. Uh, that's what I personally believe. But um, who who's personally uh, personally who's influenced your you know your 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 music the most? You know maybe maybe not as a band or anything, but you know as individuals. Um. 
it's not always necessarily like other musicians or other bands that's been influencing me at least music, my music it's i get influenced by pictures by you know films like david lynch for example is a very is a very big influence for me swedish author called um, maria gripe is also a very very big influence for me um but music wise uh, moldy peaches um pj harvey of course fantastic woman it's always been a big influence um but so it's both for like from from films and books and and also yeah other other bands. You know, I thought that was kind of interesting when you you mentioned two of them. You know, go from David Lynch's films to uh, a children's author. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow, what a wide spectrum. Um, and that that's very cool. Uh, Andy, what about for you? Um. Oh, it's a tough one for me. I think. Um. I'm. I'm personally not so involved in the the. The creative process in the band—that's more down to to be and rap the guitarist. Um, so I just sit in the corner and play the bass and do what I'm told. <laughs> okay, and he does it so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that leads into my next question. Can you talk about uh, you know your writing process? Mm-hmm. Um, like, how does it start? How does it begin for La Dida as a band? Well, most of the time, and especially on this this uh, album we just released, uh, I kind of write the skeleton, which is sort of the 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 melody and the lyrics, um, and then I get sort of bored of arranging it, and I send it to Rat, the guitar player, who loves arranging things. So he starts working on it, and you know, giving it the body and the skin, and the organ, if you speak metaphorically, um, and makes it into a proper song, and and then we go to the rehearsal space, and and we do it all together in the band, we finish it off. Yeah, that sounds about accurate, <laughs> which is really nice because it's, you know, from, from my point of view, I just show up to rehearsal and B and Rat will turn around and say, yeah, here's, here's the new songs that we now have. And I just sit back and play and they're just there, which is, uh, yeah, like I say, I just sit in the corner and do some time. <laughs> yeah, but still, you do you do add your bits as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's, really always, want... there's always room. Yeah, we, we all of us get to put our own little creative stamp on, yeah. on everything we work with. Okay, so you're just not a hired gun. Okay, that's that's what I like to hear. Trying to be all modest there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I'm interested in that because you talk about how you said you, you kick them over to Rat and then you come together and you, you put your own personal stamps on it. But mm-hmm. you guys aren't afraid to experiment with other, we'll, we'll say, non-conventional or non-standard instruments. I mean, you've used ukulele, a melodica, stylophone, and even a saw, okay? Yeah. Which, honestly, that was when I when I, the first time I heard Mercy Fuck was watching the video and uh, I'm like, oh, she's playing a saw. I have never seen that on stage outside of like a country band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so how does, I mean, at what point when you're, you know, you're building these, the, the, these songs, this music, do you go, Hey, you know, um, a saw would go good right here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, but for me, I think, you know, since I also have a little bit of a background in doing amateur theatre, I think, you know, being on stage, it's really important to add the visual bits as well. It's not just what you hear, it's very important what you see as well. And to add, like, interesting bits, um, it's cool to have instruments that people definitely don't expect in a punk band. And it's really fun to see people's faces when I pull up the saw and start playing on stage because that's, uh, yeah, that's very unexpected. And as you said, mostly it's guys in their 90s living in the south parts of the United States, you know, that play the singing saw. Normally not a girl in a punk band. No, uh... No, not normally. But, you know, I mean, beyond just the visual, and it does strike that way, 
I think that that the, the instruments work very well in the music. Like it's just right. not, you know, it's not just for. I've seen people do like whip out a theremin and they play a little bit on it, and like, okay, that absolutely did not fit with what you were doing. But I've seen people, you know, on the opposite side, and it's like, wow, that's very integral in the music. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's great that you you um, it, it fits like as unexpected as to see it, you go, yeah, but that just totally makes sense. Yeah, and, we, and since we're playing a lot with sort of a little bit of a childish, playful vibe in our music, you know, it's crazy. Uh, we're playing with mental illnesses in, in our lyrics in some ways. And uh, and then we also add a childish bit. And I think this, some of these instruments, you know, fits very well in that playful vibe we have in our music. Mm. Again, there with the contrast. But. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't always work, but I think when it feels when it feels forced, if it feels like we're trying to crowbar something in, then we just skip it. So there is there is there is a little bit of experimentation involved. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, I can see that. I, I, that makes makes perfect sense. And the fact that you're willing to say, "All right, look, this doesn't work. Kick it out." That's great. Um, yeah. You know, your video for I, I saw a bunch of your videos, but obviously your video for dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've probably watched that more times than I can remember watching a music video from any <laughs> band in a long time, and and just from the you know the music and the total chaos and destruction, yeah. and and what you know what Rat's doing with his face during that. <laughs> I'm just, I just, uh, I I love it. Um, t- tell me, like, did you who came up with the idea to do that, and you know. Um, it was the guy who made the video, Johan Karelian, who is a brilliant, brilliant video director. This was actually his first music video we ever done. So he decided that he wanted to start to make music videos. And, and he just had this picture in his head to, you know, put us into a room with loads of things that we we're just going to trash. So, um, yeah, we were basically in the room trashing things for like six hours and it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun it was good sort of engagement therapy i was like friendly for a month after that it was just got all the energy <laughs> aggression out of my body but also very draining and and i could like pick little pieces of glass out of my legs for like days after from all these fucking computers and stuff that we patched but yeah i had a, uh, <laughs> i had the, the toner cartridge of a laser printer explode in my face and i think i breathed in a little bit more of that than i probably ought to have done <laughs> <laughs> it was totally worth it for, for just being able to, you know, just being able to take a bat. You broke both baseball bats, didn't you? I did. Actually, wow. broke half. We had two baseball bats, and she broke both of them. <laughs> I did break them because the computers we were using was from my old work, uh, and they were shitty computers, and I've been sitting with them at work, and they never worked. And finally, they were broken, so I could take them to this video. I was allowed from my boss. Um, so it was good to actually, you know, get my anger out with the you bat really on got the anger out, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been feeling like that when I've been sitting in the office trying to work on them. So oh, I'd yeah. love to see the outtakes on that. <laughs> yes, that was fun. Oh, cool. are, are, now, are you planning to do uh, any other music videos? Yes, I've, I actually finished off writing a script for Mercy Fuck. Um, oh, so we're cool. going to start shooting that um, during the spring now. Um, it's going to be. It's very influenced by David Lynch and also a, a Swedish uh, film director called Roy Andersson. Um, but it's going to be. Um, it's going to be cool and very bizarre, of course. I, and- I can't <laughs> wait to see it. No. <laughs> so, uh, so if you film it in spring, what do you think? Maybe summer. Uh, I would say maybe April, May, May is the uh, is the idea. So, but it probably will be done in the or finished in the end of of May. Oh, I great. Hope. 
Great, great, great. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's take uh, an opportunity to listen to another song. What are we going to hear? Well, actually, you're going to hear Mercy Fuck. Cool. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I love this song. Um, all right, this is Mercy Fuck by La Di Da.
that was mercy fuck. I I cannot help but get infectious about saying that title. You know, personally <laughs> myself. Um, give me a little bit of background on that one. I gotta hear the story on that. <laughs> yeah, I always get that question. Um, it's not actually anything personal, and I must say that with all the lyrics, it's not my personal experience. Um, um, I had I had better sex. I was gonna say, but no. Um, but uh, now with this song, um, I wrote the melody, and it was so cheesy and sort of romantic. And I thought, you know, I can't use this within Lardy Das music. But then I thought, you know, if I do an anti love song, um, and uh, put the most evil and, and most horrifying text I could ever have to a song, you know, um, it could actually work within within the band. And then I came up with. Mercy fuck, you know, it's, it's, it, it is kind of love, you know, someone is actually, you know, this, this person singing it, um, which is me though, but it's not my experience, is actually in love with uh, this guy she's with, but she's not attracted to him. Um, so in some ways, it's a love story. But in a twisted way, it's a, a twisted love, way, yeah, it's it's love, love story, story, you know, yeah. you can fall in love with a personality, but you don't necessarily like their body. Um, so... But uh, at the same time, it's, it's horrifying and it's like a, a knife in the heart. Oh, well done. Um, mm. Well and done. Actually, there's there's been a lot of people coming up to me after the gig, mostly girls, saying that they're like, "Yeah, I totally relate to that music, you know, that song, you know. I think everybody's been in that situation." And I'm like, "No, I hope not." <laughs> Gee, break up with him. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's one of those songs that people tend to like because because of the lyric. Oh. I yeah absolutely and just beyond just beyond the title, I I thought you know it, you, you're absolutely right when you I was looking for the way to describe it to people and uh, you just gave it to me anti anti love song it was yeah you know listening to that first you know the first like ten twelve seconds into it, I'm like okay this seems a little different and you know and then bam you know with the, with the lyrics it just uh, it just really sinks it um, you know for for people who've never seen you guys play live. If they were going to show, what should, what should they expect? I mean, what what are your what are your live shows like? Um, well, very very intense, very energetic, um, and very theatrical. Um, sometimes we even have like live visuals or, or VJs. Um, so it's it's a it's a visual it's a visual show. Um, and they should also expect going from the gig with a happy feeling in their stomach, being you know ready to party and have fun all night yeah that's uh, that's perfect now i i gotta ask selfishly for myself you mm-hmm. you've played obviously all over europe and any of that any any plans or thoughts about coming to the states <laughs> um not at the moment so um, but maybe after this show we're gonna have a lot of bookers contacting us <laughs> no i'm joking but um, no, we don't. We don't have no any. plans at the moment. No plans at the moment. But, uh, if the opportunity presented itself, yeah, we'd we'd certainly love to do that. We would definitely love to do that. That would oh. be very cool. Cool, because I, I would definitely love to see you guys, you know, play live. Seeing just you know the individual videos of your live performances, just they're great. But it's it's not enough. I want to be at one of the shows. So, uh, sorry, that's just selfish me asking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, from from what I've seen of of that, you guys have a lot of a lot of good loyal fans. People seem to be really into it and all that. Uh, do, do you have any, you know, with with your content and all that? Do you have any crazy stories? You've had any ex, like kind of wild experiences with fans and some of the reactions or whatever? 
Um, nothing that leaps out, actually. No. No, um, it sounds incredibly un-rock and roll, but we don't actually have that many crazy stories. Well, I wasn't looking for the rock and roll. We trashed the hotel room. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I asked I asked some band uh, the other night about it, and you know, something like that. And they're like, well, we had it. They had a band member who actually stalked them, stalked the singer. He was really? in the band and he was stalking her. So oh. they, they had to have him leave. So I'm not saying that you have that, you know, in this situation, but I didn't know if you had any, like, you know, some, let's, let's face it with some of the lyrics, I, you know, the majority of people know what you're doing, but do you ever get, that's what I'm saying. Like, have you ever had like, I don't know. I could see how someone who was probably had some mental illness of their own taking things the wrong way. You know what I mean? And getting a little weird on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think, I think, don't think we've ever come across that. Have we touched wood? All of our, all of our fans have been relatively sane. Mentally stable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're, they're probably getting their frustrations out mentally listening to the, the lyrics and the music. Exactly, exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, you know, we're just about uh, done here. I uh, what, What's after your video? What's next for La Dida? What, what do you guys got kind of shooting for for the year? Are we going into the studio in um, in uh, the beginning of April now, actually, um, to record some new songs? We're just going to be an EP, so we're doing it the opposite way. First, we release a full-length album, and then we release an EP. Um, so, and we're planning to to release it maybe in um, August or September. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wow. I can't say. Uh, enough about how much I really enjoyed your music and I've enjoyed talking with the two of you today. Um, I wish I had more questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's the best place for everybody uh, who's listening right now to get get all the information about your band, with music, tour dates, whatever? I would say either Reverb Nation or uh, maybe on Facebook as well because we're quite active on our Facebook page um, or on Reverb Nation. So that- or our website. A website. We do have a website. Which That's we true. have. Which you have the responsibility. Which for. I have the responsibility for, and it's all yeah, all of the information on where to buy the record on iTunes, Amazon, um, links to it on Spotify. All of our official videos are on the website, and it's ladidar.nu. Okay, that's the web address. What's the Facebook address? Oh, yeah, oh, we don't know that that's, one. That's a difficult one. Um, we should probably know this. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure you... if, if you search for Lardida on Facebook, you will definitely yeah. find us. Okay, can and you I... get get to it from the from your website? Um, you can. Yes, it's it's facebook.com forward slash the Lardidas, which we had to take because Lardida was already taken. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's why I, I I wanted to make sure we got that in. Um, wow, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. Um, I, wow, looking forward to the next video and, uh, you know, more music from you. And, and I'm going to, going to pray to the rock and roll gods that you guys can get over here to the States where I can get over to Sweden. So, um, thank you both very much, B, Andy. Uh, this is Sean with Unclaimed Bands and our guests today have been la-di-da. Uh, you definitely need to check this band out. Thanks guys. Thanks very much. Thank you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.